2: oh we are back live edition late (laughs) night that nine o'clock start that you're so familiar with during the season john and jim it's the same john and jim jim sneezing He's always sick he's dying not good uh and Uh. we are back now we've been doing some of these during the day and if you've missed them you can find them make sure to subscribe to the wrap-up show as you make your way in please subscribe if you're watching our replay please subscribe Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to become a member, you get custom emojis. Click join. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, and if you want to support this channel, click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. We'll get to all the supers. If you've got free agency questions with free agency set to get underway within 24 hours, we can answer those as well. So here we are. It is Wednesday night. And the Padres, um, again, are going to begin a quest for 2023. And the way to do that is via free agency, obviously. And the GM meetings actually wrapped up today. We were wrong, Jim. The free agency, or excuse me, the GM meetings wrapped up today in Las Vegas. And uh, free agency starts tomorrow. And the Padres have some, some moves they're going to need to make, obviously. And they need to figure out if Jerkson Profar is going to be back. We know he opted out. They need to figure out if Robert Suarez is going to be back. We know he opted out nick martinez we're waiting on that um but there's a lot to get into obviously and we're with you for the next uh, 30 40 minutes or so and welcome back to the wrap-up show jim where have you been
3: sneezing in a corner <laughs> Dude,
2: yeah you look like
3: you're gonna die i might when die you... during this episode <laughs> um okay why is the gm winter meetings ending the day before free agency starts Otherwise, may I don't I
2: don't know. It's not the GM. It's not the GM winter meetings. It's the GM meetings. Still like the GM winter meetings, right? No, the winter the winter meetings are in like three weeks. They'll get back together again. Listen, this is what we said today. The more there's not going to be I, the um, you know, the Aaron Judge deal isn't falling tomorrow. Like Probably not the Kodai Senga move. I don't think is coming tomorrow. Um, could there be minor moves or a real move tomorrow? I guess it's a possibility. Um, but you know, this thing plays out over like months and months, as we've seen in recent history, a lot of these deals get signed in like March,
3: like Manny Machado. Right. But you would hope that they don't get signed in March because that would be, that would be stupid for your sport. You want them to be signed during like the start of free agency and then the winter meetings. You want your biggest action when your sport is trying to be, you know, promoting itself to the fullest, not a week before, two weeks before pitchers and catchers report. Right. No, I'm with you. Hopefully we get some activity.
2: Remember last year before the um, before the lockout, there was like this flurry of activity. It was an amazing like 48 hours for baseball. And then, of course, it shut down for four months or whatever it was. Yeah. And there was activity on the other side, but the Padres weren't very active. They had no money to spend. Uh, they did make a trade for Sean Mania. They did sign. What did they trade for? D-A- Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt. Um, You know, the big Matt Beatty deal, which everyone's still talking about that still resonates in this city. That, that came, helped a lot this year. Yeah. So, I mean, um, hopefully there's some activity um, sooner rather than later, like between now and the winter meetings, as opposed to from the winter meetings on, because it gets slow in December and January. It can get very slow before it picks up again in February. Again, we're going to get to the supers. If you want to support this channel, if you want to weigh in, if you have a free agency question for us here tonight on the wrap up show, uh, you can support this channel by clicking the dollar sign down below in the chat box. I want to start with Carson. And Carson, thank you, man. What's up, Carson? Thanks, um, man. For the Super, he says, Nick Martinez is to baseball what basketball is. Well said. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> what? means, but we appreciate the Super, Carson. Uh, let's get to this from our buddy, Jared, who's a member as well. Thank you, Jared, for hanging out as always. He says he's on a road trip with his dog to Georgia. I wow. hope we keep Martinez and Suarez and Johnson and pick up Abreu and Benetendi. Okay, Martinez, realistic. Suarez, maybe. Pierce Johnson, he's under contract. I think he is, right? I think so. Is he not? Yeah. Um, Abreu is going to cost a little bit, obviously. 35 year old could get a one or two year deal, 15 to 20 a year. Benatendi, I'm, I'm not, I'm not enamored with Andrew Benatendi. I really am not. I think he had a very no. nice year, but I, that's not something to me that is the difference between making a deeper run in the postseason
3: or not. Yeah, I, I, I like Abreu on like a, like a one year deal with an option. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pierce Johnson is a free agent. Oh, it's great. Thanks. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Good job. Uh, well, whatever. I mean, what, what do I care? I mean, this isn't. It's not. It's not like we're talking about Manny Machado here. Like it's Pierce right. Johnson. Like he's like.
2: So let like, me show, let me tell you how much prep I did for this show.
3: <laughs> I mean, the prep is is covering this team every day, every day. <laughs> um, I they I think they need if they they need to keep Martinez, he's priority number one of their own guys. Suarez, if they can get for a good deal, nothing crazy, absolutely, he's number two on the list. After that, I'm okay with honestly letting Profar go and I guess you know, Pierce Johnson and Clevenger and Manaya And I, I think Drury would be a good piece to bring back, but I'm not like losing sleep over if I over it if I don't bring him back, if I'm A.J. Perler. Same thing with Josh Bell. If you can maybe get one of those guys back, that'd be great, but if you don't get either of those guys back, I'm not losing any sleep over it. And then Clevenger and Manaya, okay. Yeah, not okay, whatever. Um, but a Abreu for like a one- or two-year deal, maybe like a one-year deal with an option for not super high AAV and then Ben attendee, like whatever.
2: Okay. So what would you prefer? What's up? Will a Here we or go. A or bell. That's a, that's a pretty good question. I mean, bell 30 years old, a 35 years old bell. Bell's going to get the year. Bell's going to get more money in more years. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know if he's going he's not going to get a higher AAV than Jose Abreu.
3: But he'll get more years.
2: I guess he could. I mean, I don't think it's a, a lock, right? I mean, he had a good year, but he's 30. I, I mean, I don't think he's getting a – I mean, I guess someone give him like a four-year deal. But, you know, I think Abreu gets like two and maybe Bell gets two or three. Sure. like who? But who cares about money right now? Who would you take, Abreu or Bell? Um, I mean, Bell had a really nice year other than in San Diego, <laughs> you know? So right. if you're basing it off his time in Washington, I would take Bell. If you're pa- basing it um, off his time in San Diego, I would take Abreu. So it's like, which Bell are you going to get? Um, I thought he had some big moments in the postseason. I mean, I know he did a couple. Um, so I could, I could be convinced either way in that conversation. Would you take Abreu, Bell, Drury or Rizzo? <laughs> now we're throwing all of it out there. Um, I'd have to look at what Rizzo did last year. I mean, my mind takes me there first. Um, so let's see. Rizzo a year ago, 817 OPS. No, I don't think there's a clear answer right there with what you just said, honestly. Um, Abreu had a higher OPS than that. Bell over the entire year had a higher OPS. So did Drury. So. I don't think there's a wrong answer with those four players. I guess is my
3: point. I think if you get one of those four players back, I think you'd feel pretty good. I mean, not back, but if you got one of those four players, I think you feel pretty good.
2: Yeah. And they probably will end up with one of those four players, to be honest, if not more,
3: that's a possibility. The only player that I look at is like a, a guy that, that I don't know what he's really going to be next year would be Brandon Drury last year was his career year. No doubt. So can he replicate that next year and give you an 800 plus OPS and hit 25 to 30 home runs? Right. That's a good question. Stay tuned. And it's harder to do it with a full year in San
2: Diego than two thirds of a year in Cincinnati and a third of a year in San Diego. Uh, Alex, thanks, man. Thank you for the super. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Thanks guys for hanging out. Please subscribe. Smash the like button if you got a question for us. If you want to support this channel, just click the uh, dollar sign in the chat box down below. John and Jim with you on this Wednesday evening. Free agency about to begin. Thanks for hanging out, whether it's live or on replay. Alex says, "Good thing we are actually going to have an off season. That we know. I mean, the CBA is done as it got completed whenever in in March, and uh, we're going to have three or four years of labor peace. Maybe it's longer than that. Maybe it's five years. But yeah, we're not going to deal with anything lockout related over the next. um, How do we survive?" How did we survive last? Like, how did we do shows? We
3: did what a lot the, of shows. What the fuck so. were we doing?
2: I have no idea. I really have no idea what we were doing, to be honest. Jesus. We were literally just like, who should hit third? <laughs> yeah. that's We were doing like top 10 left-handed relievers, top 10 right-handed relievers. And oh it's gosh. interesting, honestly. I mean, we'll probably get into something similar now that there's actual baseball um, or that cool. signings can be made in the off season.
3: I'm looking back, I'm gonna look back right now. Here we go. Go
2: find something from like December 9th.
3: All right, hold on.
2: December 9th.
3: Um, whoops. Um what day is this? November twelfth, that's not it. Is that post lockout? It's due uh November twenty-seventh um december 14th i have Mm -hmm. we did uh we did a report cubs interested in eric hosmer yeah that report was inaccurate (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) we did on december 10th so about a year ago we did padres top dh candidates in 2022 (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's i mean i feel like those are good videos December Unfortunately, 8th, they couldn't sign anyone report Fernando Tatis tatish jr involved in minor motorcycle accident oh, oh. dude that was a Spoiler year alert. ago it wasn't that minor yeah and it was actually real yeah oh i'm fine oh he's fine broken wrist after the year oh i'm fine steroids yeah. what a difference, oh, fine. What a, difference third, a year man. third wrist surgery <laughs> holy shit no second second,
1: second wrist but surgery. third
3: overall yeah um okay
2: Will says I've seen Abreu up to like twenty million AAV. So yeah, Abreu is going to be more expensive than Josh like, Bell. Nobody's like Abreu is Josh like Bell at twenty million dollars.
3: Abreu good. He's not going to be like, oh, this is. He'll take a one year and nine million dollar contract. No, Abreu is a fifteen to twenty million dollar player,
2: guys. Right. This is a great point from Ben. The reason you got to be really quick, careful with guys that like have qualifying offers. Yep. Are that because the Padres have gone over the CBT in consecutive years, it's going to cost them two picks and money. So you got to really want – like the difference between Rizzo and someone else better be pretty significant to get involved in something like that. And I really don't see Preller entertaining. I mean, listen, if push comes to shove, if you have to get someone and you really think that's the difference, maybe. But that's not <laughs> – that's not good for a team like the Padres. Who else is over? The Mets, the Dodgers. You know, you'd think they would lean away from doing things like that. Um, but, yeah, so if you have an option between Rizzo and Abreu and Bell, why would you go sign Rizzo if it's going to cost you picks and money? I don't think you would. No, you wouldn't do that. So, um, let me get to the super real quick here from Alex. Uh, will this be the year AJ signs a Japanese player? So there's two huge names, obviously. There's the slugger. There is Kodai Senga, okay? Right. So Kodai Senga is coming off a, a very good year. He's had an amazing career in Japan. He's 29 or 30 years of age. Everyone's talking about him, and he's not going to come cheap, right? 15 a year, something like that. Multiple right. years, probably three, four, five. Could be $60 million deal or more. Um, I forget the name of the slugger. Someone put it in the chat. Um, has had very big numbers for a, a good period of time. The Padres have missed out on some huge names. I mean, Shohei Otani, they were in the running. Uh, Say Suzuki, they were seriously in the running. He came here first before he went to Chicago and signed with the Cubs. Um, maybe this is the year. I wouldn't necessarily count on it being the year, but I think they'll make a run at probably
3: one of these players. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Here's why talking about. Kodai Senga or Jose Abreu or even Anthony Rizzo players like that who aren't going to be cheap and by cheap I mean like six million dollars like nine million dollars right they don't according to Kevin AC and there might be some conflicting things here because you heard AJ you heard times where Peter Seiler says he loves to spend money but yet then it's been reported that this team has no money to spend Mm-hmm. so if that's like i don't know what's true i think i'm leaning towards the side of they don't really have much money to spend and by that i mean they're they're not going to go over the luxury tax threshold like they have money obviously but they're not going to go over the luxury tax tax threshold and they and they're about what john 13 14 million dollars till, till they hit that uh well
2: kevin ac said today that they're 25 million they got about 25 million to work with give or take and that they could definitely go over but there's no reason to believe that they would go much beyond where they spent in 2022 now they are just over in 2022 but the idea that hey it's peter Seidler, and who cares it's not my money all you have to do is go back a year ago after the lockout and they intentionally didn't spend because they didn't want to go over the cbt Yeah, and they ultimately did narrowly go over the cbt but all the moves they made uh, Jim, whether it was Soto and the money sent back to Washington, um, everything was with that CBT in mind. Everything they did from the Manaya deal to the Rogers deal on opening day, everything was done with the dollars in mind. This is not the New York Mets where they're going to spend $300 million. Now give Peter Siler a lot of credit. He's going to be top five, top six. He's not going to be number one. No. I know that in payroll. So if he's not going to be number one, he's not going to be number two, like the Dodgers, he's going to have to make some decisions and tough decisions. And if they've got 25 million to work with like Kevin AC said, not that that's 100% accurate, but I doubt Kevin says 25 and they go 50 million over that. It's probably 25, yeah.
3: 30, 35, something like that that they have to work with. So guess what, if you sign Jose Brayu to a 2-year $40 million contract, like yeah, think it's about, a lot of your spend. It's a lot of your spending there and you still need to get uh more relief pitching you need more starting pitching you need probably another outfielder uh you got to figure out what you're gonna do it at your catcher spot um i mean a backup infielder like you need a lot of pieces here and if you're saying oh well you got five million dollars to make that happen eh, not happening <laughs> now of course you could trade off pieces i mean
2: you, you could trade real salary yeah, i mean you could you trade could. blake snell um I'm not necessarily in favor of that based on how he finished the year and based on the fact that you're in win-now mode. But, I mean, A.J. Pro is very savvy, obviously, and he's made some massive trades over the last couple of years. So could he unload to then reuse some of that money in a different manner? Of course he could. Um, and I'm never and in again, favor
3: of trading away starting pitching either. Like, it's just it's just dumb. Like, you want to trade for starting pitching. You never, right. They've already a team- lost – Clevenger, Mania, Mackenzie Gore,
2: potentially Nick Martinez. Hopefully not. Like so, they they're they're losing some pieces. You could argue their yeah. value, but they're going to need starting pitching, and it, it can't just be Jake Groom and Ryan Weathers and Reese Kinnear in the rotation for a team that wants to win the World Series. And Manny Machado's last year before an opt out. So even at times yeah. last
3: year when we were so frustrated with Blake Snell, and I was just like, maybe they should just trade him. There was there was also that part of like it was just like. No, actually, that's a stupid idea because you never trade away starting pitching like that. Right. And yeah, then, we had a lot of conversations out. over that. Yeah. yeah and like, no, we did. Yeah, and especially too here, like Pedro, I see your I see your one year deal for Verlander. Guys, Justin Verlander had Yeah, these are like fifty million dollar players. These per are year. not easy one year ten million dollar contracts here. These are like one year thirty million dollars. For Justin Verlander or twenty five million, no, I know Justin no, Verlander's more. not young. Yeah, but he's coming off a Cy Young year. I,
2: I mean, know. I'm just throwing like, out a
3: big number. I mean,
2: Scherzer got forty, so Verlander's getting thirty plus. Yeah. Um. You know, look at the the Zach Buckley Bleacher Report report, report which we joked about. There's this guy who like he's like an Zach NBA Buckley writer who covers the, the NBA. Yeah, he's like an NBA writer. Whatever his prediction was, Jacob Degrom three years one thirty six to the Padres. And like, oh, Degrom's the Padres. That sounds great. And then you think about it, like, wait, well, hold on. Three years, 136 is $45.3 million per year. And AJ, excuse me, Kevin Acey just told us today that the Padres have roughly $25 million to work with. So how can they go sign Jacob DeGrom for $45 million a year? And is that a good usage of resources anyway when you're going to need to address first base DH, maybe catcher, potentially left field, and more than just one part of your rotation? And Jacob DeGrom only threw, what'd you say, 64 innings last year. Is amazing yeah. when he's healthy. So they got to be smarter than that. I don't think they're, I don't think this is big spend after big spend offseason. I think this is savvy trade or two, maybe a signing or two of significance. And that's where you are heading into 2023. But this isn't the Senga. Judge de Grom offseason. Control okay. <laughs> like, yeah, is like this is the if you landed Sanga this offseason, you had a great off-season if you pair him with Nick Martinez. And that's that's your, an amazing off-season.
3: Right. And you're making tr- you, then you're making minor trades like Luke yeah, Voigt course. type and like Absolutely. a Matt Beatty. You're not going big here. This is not this is not an off-season where I think Preller is going to and look, he could fool us all, right? He's done it before. Yeah. But I just think that the big moves were already made, you know?
2: Yeah, it's not like, here's the thing, because, you know, I mean, this is literally our livelihood. We talk about on the radio every day. We do the wrap-up show multiple times a week in the offseason and every single day during the season. It's not to be a Debbie Downer. It's to say the Padres are (laughs) well-positioned. They just played the National League Championship Series. They're getting Fernando Tatis Jr. back. Tatis Soto Machado is one of very few lineups in baseball that can replicate that. There's like three like that. And then Darvish, Schnell, Musgrove is one of like three or four rotations in that ilk. Couple that with Josh Hader and maybe some back-end bullpen pieces that they'll get back as well. Plus players like Jay Coronaworth and Hassan Kim. And you have a really legitimate, solid core. You don't have a complete full roster as of now, like most teams don't. But you don't have to go out and go crazy here. To reinvent the wheel when you didn't play with Fernando Tatis Jr. and you nearly got to World Series. And by nearly, I mean you got to the NLCS.
3: Right. And and you know, what needs to happen this offseason, and what I think will happen this offseason is yeah, Preller is obviously going to make moves. Of course. But you're going to get like, you know, not you're going to you're not getting the big time move this offseason. I don't think. You're going to get the Nick Martinez. That's a huge deal. You're going to mm-hmm. go out and get a trade for a starting pitcher. That'd be big. You're going to go get a one-year deal. And I saw in the chat someone put like a Trey Mancini, like something along that that ilk. Maybe not the most sexiest names in the world, but guys that can fill holes for you and good depth pieces. And, you know, the Kodai Sengas of the world, like that's a dream. Getting trading for Corbin Burns, a former Cy Young, like that's a dream. But I mean, we have to be realistic here. And the fancy baseball aspect of it's great, but at the same time, you're probably going to get a more lesser moves in the eyes of the fans. But for the Padres, moves that are are needed because you need depth and you need starting pitching and you need to get 350 innings. That is now gone from your team. Hopefully Nick Martinez will come back and then you only have 250 innings mm-hmm. to fill there. But you get my point is like the the fantasy baseball aspect of this whole thing in this offseason. It's great. It's preller. So, yes, there is a always a percentage chance of that fantasy baseball type of move on the way. It happened in this this season with Juan Soto. All right. That's great. But. I just think that at time you just look at the you look at last offseason. Was there any fantasy baseball moves last offseason? I know there was a lockout. No, no, no not at all. He, he
2: was very quiet, very quiet. Um, although we I at the time was a savvy, smart move. We thought Taylor Rogers was a for good half move at year. the time, and Taylor Rogers was as well. I mean, it wasn't like he didn't do anything. No, um, right. but he didn't make the splashy trade or free agent signing, probably because he was up against. That CBT number. All and right, how much
3: work it took for them to make sure to, like, dude, I would love a thirty for thirty on the last trade deadline on how much magic they had to do to like make the money work.
2: Well, that's the thing. It's like we keep. I've heard this so much here. Like, it's not our money until it is. Until you signed a really bad deal to Eric Hosmer, and now that prevents you from going out and getting Jose Abreu or going out and getting Kodai Senga. So it actually is all every deal that they make, you have to look at it through the prism of, well, they're not really going much beyond the CBT number. So knowing that if that's a factual statement, then all these deals, the Pomerances and the um, Hosmer's, they all add up to what AJ Preller can or cannot do. I see Mark is in the chat. We're going to get back to the Supers. I see the Supers as well. If you want to support this channel, click the dollar sign in the chat box down below And a huge supporter of this channel since day one has been Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. There's his brand new website. He can help you save on your insurance. you got to get in contact with Mark if you support this channel. If you want to support a San Diego business, Mark is a huge Padres fan. I have my homeowners and my earthquake through Mark. But auto, home, renters, life, earthquake, whatever it is, he can save you $750 or more on your insurance just by switching over to him. In addition to that, if you ever have a claim, he's going to take care of you. He could save you thousands of dollars if you ever have a claim like I did earlier in 2022. He's just a terrific insurance agent. He's got great service and communication. He is a huge lifelong Padres fan. He is a native San Diegan. And if you want to support a local business that does business with us, the next time you get a renewal email or letter in the mail, before you just renew it, call Mark. And he'll talk to you about free agency And he'll talk to you about your insurance. So, the website, there's a link down below. You can get a quote online. You can see all the services that he offers. So, this channel does not exist without the support of Mark Nimitz. So, please, if you have insurance needs, get in
3: contact with our buddy Mark. Remember when you completely bailed on Mark? I didn't bail on Mark. (laughs) What do you mean? Where are you? Where are you setting up? I've been asking John and texting John (laughs) like all the time about setting up a lunch and he's like, yeah, whatever. I'll do it later. Yeah. <laughs> this guy literally is like idiot. avoiding you like a play. Mark, so let me, sorry, hold Mark. on.
2: Let me take you through my Monday through Friday while Jim is in Philadelphia <laughs> for like 10 days. Monday, I go to Orange Theory.
3: Tuesday. You could skip Orange Theory maybe one okay. of these days, John. We,
2: we're going to do this, Mark. Drop to a great start. Tuesday, I do San Diego State Press Conference at 1215 on you campus. you have to be at San Diego State Press Conference? Yes, it's <laughs> literally my job. Oh really? <laughs> yes, I literally get paid to do San Diego State work. Um, you theoretically get paid to like cover sports in San Diego as well, and you watch like I don't even know. Uh, Wednesday, I record the Brady Ho coaches show. Okay. Thursday, what am I doing tomorrow? Thursday, for example, tomorrow I'm going to Brian Dutcher's press conference at twelve thirty at Viejas. While Jim flies to Philly, and then Friday I have no plans. No, I what am I talking about? I'm calling a San Diego State BYU game and doing John and Jim. So, we're doing lunch. We're doing lunch.
3: <laughs> Let's do it, Mark. You get a free first class. Free first class? Where you fly <laughs> where do you flying them somewhere?
2: No, free first class at Orange Theory.
3: Who wants to go to Orange Theory with you?
2: Mark Lunch with Mark. Oh, greater than Orange Theory. I thought you were saying lunch with Mark and Orange Theory. No. Yes, we're doing lunch. We are absolutely doing lunch. Um, let me get to this super from Alex that we missed, and then we're gonna get back to the chat. Talking free agency, if you've got questions for us, just uh, hit the dollar sign in the chat box down below. We'll make sure to get to all of the supers and interact with those here tonight. Uh, Alex, thank you again. He says, making trades is AJ Preller's drug. Ha ha. And it has been. I mean, he's made as many as any GM in baseball, I would presume, over the last four years. Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, you always have to put it out there that AJ Preller at any moment could make a big time move. So there's, and that's why I think you see a lot of fans talking about the fantasy baseball dream scenarios because AJ Preller has done the fantasy baseball dream scenarios with the Padres, you know, trading for you, Darvish, trading for Blake Snow. I think at the time we didn't realize what Musgrove would be. Um, but still, getting Musgrove was a big deal, and then obviously the Juan Soto deal. Getting Sean Mani at the time, I think everyone loved that. Getting Taylor Rogers at the time, I think everyone loved that. Um, you know what else? And he, he's done. He's done crazy. He's done half ninety percent of the team is from like trades or or free agents. So I get it. I understand it. But going into free agency, like I fe- I do feel like at times fans set themselves up. For this big, huge offseason, all the time with Preller. And there has to be like moments of you got to bring him back because if those things don't happen, are you guys going to just be like upset about it? Here's the thing he's got the biggest signing of the offseason.
2: I mean, other than like Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr. Now, we said that last year, he's got the best trade deadline acquisition and he never came back. True. And he might not be the same player. And we'll only find out when we see him on field April 20th or hopefully right around then. But he's got a massive addition that can change the complexion of his lineup. Just that one piece can change everything with his lineup. And then from there, he still has money to play with. He just doesn't have you know hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, but he's got some money. <laughs> he's got some money. I'm looking at what's going on in the chat. The person name <laughs> rhymes with Smill folder. He's not talking about you, will. He's talking no, about no I'm not Smil. talking about you.
3: Talking about he's, smell.
2: he's literally talking about you, will. whatever he, he everything he ever says, will, he's basically talking about you. I love you, will. but let it go, man.
3: There's sometimes just let it go. Let it go. No, I mean, here
2: he, here's the thing. honestly, will has probably been conservative with what Preller has done. Like would you you would have literally laughed at Will's face if three years ago he was like, yo, I think they should sign Machado and a couple years trade for Soto and also get Darvish <laughs> and Snell and Musgrove? And like, and sign Tatis to a four hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, you would have been like, this guy's on crack. And by the way, it nobody happened. predicted that four years ago. All of those things. Okay. So it's like you should dream big. But I would just say this: the reason I'm like tempered with my offseason expectations is, and I've said this on the radio too, and I've said it, I think, on YouTube. I'm like, I am very optimistic with the state of the franchise as it sits right now, and I feel like they're not far off. And just because they lost the Phillies in the NLCS doesn't mean they're like, oh my gosh, they need to reinvent the wheel and they're so far off and they can't. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. didn't even play. And they nearly got to World Series. And in a better world, maybe with some other decisions, maybe they do get to the World Series. So like, it was an amazing year. They should be better next year, just inherently by adding Fernando Tatis Jr. And I like my chances saying that.
3: And and obviously... You know, we cover the Padres every day and all Padres fans. We ripped Preller a lot. But the thing with Preller is when his teams are like when he feels like his teams are on the verge, that 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 guy goes all in. So if he does feel like this team going into next year is on the verge. Yes. Would I be shocked if he made a big time move? No, because that's just who he is. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't even know what a big-time move looks like.
3: I I mean, I couldn't even Trading for Corbin Burns would be a big-time move, John.
2: Yeah, that would be a big-time move. But I'm saying, like, what does it look like? What's the return? What are you giving up? Everybody. (laughs) You know,
3: like, it's just.
2: Uh, Let's get to the Super from Alex. Thank you, Alex. Thank you guys for the Supers. Again, if you want to contribute and support this channel, if you have a question heading into free agency, you can click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. He says he likes Adam Duvall. He hits bombs. Won't be expensive. So Duvall is coming off a year in which he had a negative 0.1 war, had a 677 OPS that is well below his career averages, but he has 34 years of age. I mean, you get a complete flyer on him. He's a complete flyer. It has been, let's see, it was only a year ago. He had 113 RBIs a year ago, and he just completely fell off the map. Was he not healthy this past year? He only played 86 games. I uh, I don't know. I don't know either, but I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting call, something like that. You're thinking like under the radar, upside. He's a little old
3: for me, but like has had like, could, good could he years be, recently. Could he be this year's like Jock Peterson?
2: I mean, I think something like that. Yeah, like that's where you
3: should be thinking. I think that's a good way to look at it. Like Jock Peterson signed a one-year $6 million deal with no incentives for the Giants. And then it's like an all-star. And now he's going to get a multi-year deal from some team, right? And Duvall is what like first and left. Um, yeah, I mean, DH could he guy, a guy? first left?
2: Yeah, yeah. Could he could he outperform the deal that he's about to get? I don't know what Did he you was get him paid for a one-year year. six million dollar deal. Yeah, I don't know what he was paid this past year. I'd have to find it. He was paid nine point two, but he had a terrible year. Yeah, he would probably get about six and a half next year, seven. It's a flyer deal. He's also
3: a, he's also a guy that's not going to hit for a, any average. Correct.
2: At he's all, got a slug, but but they, we're always talking about slugs. So he's got to he's got to hit the ball over the fence, you know. And if if he's
3: healthy, I mean maybe, but at the same time, you look at his career, and I mean, his best years came in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Surprise! So, <laughs> shocker! Right? right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Back to Alex, who
2: says AJ Preller is a real life MLB the show player. Yeah, or GM. He is. He is. Guy's not sleeping. I mean, he's clearly not sleeping. No. Even this week, I mean, it's the GM meetings. He's not sleeping. The the
3: next time AJ Preller sleeps is when they win the World Series. (laughs) Maybe he sleeps between like
2: Christmas and New Year's. Although, wasn't it between Christmas and New Year's, he pulled off like the Snell Darvish Musgrove trifecta right in that neighborhood?
3: Dude, there's stories you hear about like Preller. Texting guys at like two in the morning on Christmas Eve and they're like, Shut oh. up. Or the stories of him falling asleep on phone
2: on the phone with people. Like he's just on the phone talking and he just falls asleep. And you know, it like happens repeatedly. Like yeah. It's like three in the morning and he just passes out. <laughs> Dude, it is kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. That's the Padres GM. I think it's a good thing if you're a Padres fan. It really is. Um, While we have a moment, I do want to remind our viewers about our partner, Aura. And in order to do that, I'm going to show you their website, ora.organic. You can get 30% off your first order by clicking the Build Your Routine button. Down there in the bottom right-hand corner, it is highlighted in green. Great company. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan. They have offices in Liberty Station. He is a huge Padres fan, like Mark Nimitz is. He has supported this channel, like Mark does. We appreciate your support of our partners If you're here with us on the wrap-up show, ORA.organic, plant-based nutritional products, probiotics. I took one this morning. Proteins for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils. They've got sleep pills and immunity pills, and they've got products for everyone, and they can help you improve your health heading into 2023, yourself, your family, your friends. ORA.organic, again, a local business that does business with us, that supports this channel. The co-founder, Will, is a great guy and was born and raised in San Diego. So if you're looking to get healthier, make sure to check them out. 30% off your first order. Pretty good deal. ORA.organic.
3: Yeah, go there right now. www.ora.organic. Build your routine, and you will get 30% off your first order. They have everything you need there to live a healthy lifestyle. Go there right now. Check out the website. Pick up up some stuff. Build your routine. 30% off your first order. You'll thank us later. All right. Is this the continuation of the first super we got where Nick Martinez
2: is to baseball what paul gasol is to basketball i'm trying to bring it full circle dude paul gasol is a hall of famer so is nick martinez <laughs> maybe <laughs> in the Nippon professional baseball league probably <laughs> listen i don't i i'm not making the paul gasol and nick martinez <laughs> comparisons but our buddy yeah. carson is and carson thank you for uh, for weighing in with the super um, how about this from our longtime viewer, Robert. Robert, thank you for your membership Thanks, Robert. and for the super. He says, Jock Peterson in San Diego over Profar. Thoughts. If if the first order of business is slug, then
3: Jock Peterson makes sense. You know, that's reason, what you're getting. <laughs> but here's the thing. The only reason why I loved Jock Peterson last year for the podcast. is Because it was a deal, and now it's not a deal. Now it's not a deal. Now it's like, hey, guess what? You're going to have to pay Jock Peterson $16 million a year. Right, so at that price, it's like, eh, let's see if I can do better. And for multiple years, probably. Now, could he sign for a one-year deal somewhere? Maybe. Mm -hmm. But who says he'd want to come to San Diego for a one-year deal? That's the thing. I wouldn't
2: want to come to San Diego for a one-year deal because I want to go make more money the year after, and it's hard to hit in San Diego.
3: Yeah, I mean, he goes to Cincinnati. I mean, you know, goes to Philadelphia, goes somewhere with, like, Some band goes to New York. I mean, I'd probably choose those places over for a one-year deal over San Diego. But yeah, one-year at-
2: deals for batters is it's tough in San Diego. I mean, unless yeah. you're overpaying, it's like, yeah, that's an interesting point, Robert. I mean, so that's why you yeah. have to
3: trade for players like that,
2: right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But yeah, Peterson, if there's some value there, sure. I would say this you got to remember Tatis is coming back and he's playing somewhere. Okay. Yep. He's going to play somewhere. He's not DHing. He's, he could DH at times, but he's going to play in the field. So if he's playing somewhere, where's he going to play? Left, center, in the field. right. Right. So, you know, you're not going to need to fill every position because you're going to fill one position with fernando tatsis jr whatever position that is
3: jock peterson's not a good defensive player no
2: he's terrible he's there but again if he's a you know i don't know what his ops was this year he completely tailed off right in the second half yeah uh michael thank you michael good to have you man uh thank you for your membership thank you guys for the supers great way to support this channel just click that dollar sign in the chat box. He says that AJ will get the job done. I trust in him. And I think you should based on his trade deadline and not just getting the team to the postseason, but winning two really tough series road series against the Mets, five game series against the Dodgers. Like he deserves credit for putting the Padres in that position and for
3: where they ultimately got to this past year. And I I trust AJ Preller too. And maybe it's a, maybe it's a good thing that, he only has theoretically, right, 25 million to spend. Because imagine this guy with like 150 million dollars to spend, then you have the <laughs> possibilities of him paying doing a Hosmer deal or a Will Myers deal and they completely mm-hmm. backfire, right? This way, you you're forced to be more creative, you're forced to try to find diamonds in the rough and you're forced to not go out and potentially make a big-time signing that could you know really hurt the franchise in the future. So maybe this is a this is a good thing that AJ Preller is a little bit constrained with a little bit of money, but also he's given the opportunity from Peter Seidler to make all these trades for guys that make good money and push the payroll a little bit. Because uh, trading for players is is I feel like he does a much better job at that than signing guys. Even though he hasn't really signed players, dude, recently
2: you've ripped his trades for years. I mean, you, the thing with trades is you give up assets, and well, all he does is manager. trade for players, right? And you're like, and you're retweeting everyone every second. I am retweeting I mean? everybody.
3: <laughs> I am. Yes.
2: So, so I mean, yeah, he's hit on some trades and he's had some bad trades. I mean, the Clevenger deal is a really bad deal. He didn't. I would have made the trade, but he didn't know it at the time. Um, the
3: Juan Soto deal, I think. Over time, we're going to view it as a good trade. Yeah, I completely agree. I think at the time, you know, we all thought Sean and I was a good trade. And at times yeah. we thought it worked out. Taylor Rogers, uh, I mean, he had 28 well, the, saves for the Padres. Sure. Well, the hater trade is in- incredibly valuable at the time. Yeah. And hater sucked for a month and then he was lights out for the rest of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're
3: like, good trade. But yes, it goes back to like, I will always retweet Ty France. I will always yeah. treat like Cal Quantrill or like you're Josh retweeting Taylor.
2: like <laughs> Tommy Fam, even though they didn't tra- trade him. So like, Brent, <laughs> thank you for your membership. He says, "Hey guys, Tommy Fam's a free agent," and that's funny,
3: but it's only for players that are been that have been traded away by Preller,
2: <laughs> right? I know, I know. Not guys Listen, that have left. the uh, The Fam experiment is done. He so, ain't coming back. So done. It is completely done um retod thank you for the super he says can jackson merrill play outfield it is too soon i do know that yeah um let's see where he finished last year it is too soon he will not um he will not be obviously on an opening day roster let's see he is well he was born in april of 2003 that makes him 19 and last year he was in did he even reach you he was in lake elsinore we had an 869 ops So he only got to A ball. He's never even appeared in double A. So best case, hear me out. Best case is somehow, it's not 2023. I mean, best case is 2024. Best case. He won't even be with the team because they're trading them away. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. They'll trade everyone away to win now, which I don't blame. They should too. Like why?
3: Why wait for four years from now when you got Manny and Soto and Tatis right now in the prime, and Darvish yeah, and mean, Musgrove and Snell. Okay, nineteen. And I mean, it, yeah, you know, what how old was Tatis? Was he nineteen? Yeah, he was when he debuted. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, I will be probably retweeting Mackenzie Gore in like four years, when a He'll Cy be re- Young. But retweeting Mackenzie Gore opening day when he strikes out like two and walks two. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, Pedro, probably. thank you for the super. He says, "What are um." What's our Tatis and Soto home run RBI prediction for 23? That's a great question.
3: Wanna throw something out for both those players? All right. So Tatis coming back April 20th, right? Yeah. What he about? can play 142 games. He's ineligible okay, for 20, I believe. <laughs> we'll just say best case scenario, he plays 135. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. He hit 40 plus home runs in a hundred and less than, less games than that. Yeah, 130. I'm going to say 30. No, I'm going to say 29 home runs for Tati's next year with 83 RBIs. Okay. And I will say 28 home runs for Soto and 94 RBIs. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I
2: don't think you're far off. Um, I'll bump up the Tatis number just because it's Fernando Tatis Jr. I've always been kind of infatuated with him. I hope he looks like the same player. I'll go 34 with Tatis. I know it's a huge number. I go 34 and 89 with Tatis. And with Soto, he's never hit more than 34 in a season. That was in Washington. I'll go, um, yeah, I would go like 28, 28 and 100, 28 and
3: 100 for Soto. Can you see me? Yeah.
2: Whoa. I think so.
3: I, I was I was gonna say I think next year with the removal of the shift, Juan Soto's average should go way should up. Go up. Yeah. Way up. And if he, he gives you so over damn hard, if he gives you like a three twenty year, and he hits twenty seven home runs with an OPS of like nine thirty, you're like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> three twenty might be a little aggressive. I don't know if the shift is gonna be worth a hundred points in his batting average because he hit 300. I would year. take. I would take two ninety. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll take if it's worth 20 points his batting average, like great, 20 points. You know, great. Probably worth like 25 points potentially for someone like him that shifted so often and he always hits into it. It could definitely be worth 25 plus points, maybe more, maybe more. Um, Michael, thank you again. He says, uh, will AJ extend soda this offseason? This is a big talking point, Michael. I saw Kevin and Ac wrote about it today, as did AJ Casavell. Scott Boras spoke on it today, as did AJ Preller, I believe. Uh, to some members of the media. And the Padres have made it clear their intentions are to try to get an extension done with Juan Soto, but they need to get, obviously, Scott Boris and Juan Soto to the table to do that. But they've put their cards on the table. I mean, they, they want to extend Juan Soto. The question is, does Juan Soto want that extension? And if he does, when would he entertain it? Is it this offseason or later?
3: I'd be shocked if it's this offseason.
2: I'd be surprised. I wouldn't go as far as to say shot. Coming off of that year? Yeah, but he knows. But that's not how you get to the bargaining table. It's not like AJ probably is be like, yo, you want to sign? And then they're like, yeah, we want 500. And probably like, oh, we'll give you 290. You're coming off a bad year. Well, that's not how you negotiate. He's not going to negotiate off this past year. He's, he's then be- Soto would walk away from the table. He's negotiating off of what he's done. This is who he is. Do you want this player? True. What's he worth?
3: True. But still, I don't think he's negotiating with two years left on his, on the deal. <laughs> he might
2: not. You're probably right. You're pro- That's why that's why I say I'd be surprised. But I don't think it's impossible, I guess, is my point. Oh, this would be a nice year. It's all right. It's okay here. <laughs> the 61, 140, 327 years just because of the shift. hit 61 home runs now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a good year. Um, Ishmael, I'm going to apologize here. We're going to thank you for your super, but I can't answer this. Um. And I don't think Jim can either. And I don't, I'm going to speak for Jim, but how do you see the Dominican market for pitchers? Uh, didn't the Astros get Javier and Valdez four years ago for 10K? And look where they're at now. I have no idea. I mean, they have been so active, the Padres have internationally, um, and they've had some success stories and they've traded a lot of it away as well. Um, but I I have no feel for that. I have absolutely no feel. And here's the thing with the Dominican market: because you're signing guys at 16. You know these are six year projects, seven year projects. Like they signed. Remember
3: when they signed Adrian Morhone long I time do. ago?
2: 2016, right? Still hasn't hit yet. Kind of just paying dividends. Not really. <laughs> I mean, big leaguer, but but yeah, I mean, I still like his future. Spatino's I really do, not dude. here anymore, but he got you, Blake Snell. Yep. Yep. But these are long I I appreciate
3: the super chat there, Ishmael.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a great point. Dominican's loaded, obviously. I mean, San Pedro de has more major leaguers per capita than any city in the world. So there's no better market for big leaguers than the Dominican. But I I just don't have a good feel for what it looks like um, this year. I really don't. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm back with you on the radio tomorrow from 3 to 6. Jim is flying to Philadelphia because he's soft. Because he's going to a wedding, it's not his. i soft. I told Jim you can't go to weddings in season for the Padres or out of season. Other than that, it's good. But he's okay. still going. So I'll never go to a wedding. Perfect. Right now, I'm kidding. So Jim's gone for a couple of days. So join us on the radio tomorrow, three to six. We'll get into free agency, which gets underway tomorrow at two p.m. I believe. <laughs> I, I swear I read that somewhere. Has anyone confirmed that? I think it's two o'clock Pacific. Free agency technically starts, but this isn't the NBA where you can get 70 signings and LeBron James signs a five-year deal. I mean, this isn't the NBA, NBA or the NFL. So we'll see what happens when free agency gets underway, and we'll have more wrap-up shows for you as news breaks. Hopefully, while Jim is on a plane, the Padres will trade for Shohei Otani and sign Jacob deGrom. And then Jim, who doesn't have internet, will literally freak out when he lands, and the Padres have, like, retransformed the roster for forever. You would lose your mind. Lose your mind. If that um, happened,
3: yeah, I'd go off a plan and be like, what I do have like 50 million text messages and like a million notifications on my phone <laughs> on Twitter and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it would be nuts. But here's the thing. I
2: we actually we talked about it earlier, it's not gonna happen because I want to say you land before free agency even starts, right. which is like five o'clock eastern, and you're landing like four or five o'clock eastern. So I think you're gonna be good. Um uh, before we get out of here, I do want to remind our viewers that we do have a podcast. If you ever missed this show, you can check us out audio edition we are the official podcast of com. we're presented by eric lanier at higherimpactfinancial.com eric is a san Diegan. he's also the founder of higher impact financial born and raised in san diego and a huge padres fan and if you're wondering if you're financially strong enough to leave your corporate job and start your own business or if you're tired of being surprised by how many taxes you owe every year get in contact with eric he will help you with your finances and he can also make sure your family is protected by helping you get a trust established he can save you 200 dollars off a trust, if you call them, 951-383-3033. That's 951-383-3033. He'll talk to you about your financial needs, or he'll talk to you about the Padres as well. Advisory services are offered through WealthTech Partners, a registered investment advisor that only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. All right, Jim. Yeah, that's such a good point. That is such a good point. Thanks, Johnny. Jim, safe travels, my friend. Now, what are the odds Jim misses his flight, which is at 8 a.m. Pacific? 40%? Like a, 10%?
1: Probably like,
3: probably like
2: 30%. <laughs> what times do you think you're going to get to the airport? I want to hear this math in your head. So you have an 8 a.m. Okay. flight. Are you checking a, a bag Pro- or not?
3: No checking bags. Probably like, I don't know, like 7.30. You're an idiot. You're not <laughs> <laughs> No, like,
2: <laughs> like, are you would you like risk it? Are you like the 7 a.m. guy? Are you more like a 6 30? Or are you like the 6 a.m. guy?
3: No, I'm more like the 7 a.m. guy, to be honest with you. But tomorrow I will pro I will have to get to the airport like 6 30 a.m. So I'll leave my how house. How much like six? How much would relationship girl kill you if you miss that flight? Um, let's just say that I this would be the last day you ever see me. She will literally kill you. She'll this send be the a last, hit man. She won't this will even be the
2: come last back. day that you ever see me, so. <laughs> um, hey, listen, we've missed you guys as well. We're doing yeah. this, by the way. We're doing a lot of morning shows. Um, My wife is actually calling me right now. Should we pick up?
3: Yeah, pick up. Answer.
2: Hold on. on. What if she's phone. like. Right, exactly.
3: She told you that.
2: Chris, I'm going to call you right back because I'm literally doing a wrap-up show. And I'm live on the wrap-up show
3: with, uh. My wife, I'll call you right back. <laughs> nope, do you want to hear? Did I tell you? Did I tell you a story about the time I had to run on the tarmac to catch a plane? Yeah, I don't even believe that because you can't run on a tarmac. Yes, I did. What do you? What did? What happened? What do you mean you ran on a tarmac? All right, my flight left at like ten a.m. or I don't even remember, I don't remember what time it was, and I had a buddy take me to the airport. And I was like sick that day and he dropped Shocking. me off the wrong terminal and I'm already late okay. and I'm, I had to sprint with like bags in my hand across the entire airport to get to this terminal. It was like some random little terminal on the side for Alaska. They're like calling my name, They're, like last chance to board. Mm-hmm. And I they, I run through TSA. Thank God there's no one there. They're on like the runway with like, it was a small plane and right. it had the like, uh, I guess stairs still down. <laughs> yeah. I
2: know what you're talking about. Like and there's the, metal the, stairs that you just gotta like walk up.
3: Yeah. And I see the flight attendant looking at me like, come on. And I'm like running. It's not close <laughs> to the, to the terminal. It's like out there and I'm running to it, sprinting. And I could just like, as soon as I get to my seat, I can tell everybody was looking at me and just like, what? And I'm Dude, out of breath. You I'm are sick. literally
2: late for you're
3: literally late for flights where mm-hmm. they don't wait for you. And it was so bad because they were, it was a connecting flight from San Diego to LA and then LA to, uh, I forget where, but San Diego to LA. Yeah. It was just weird. Yeah. And so I was like, do you guys have any water? And they're like, Oh, this, we don't have any drinks on this flight because it's such a short flight. And I'm like, I can't <laughs> breathe. I can't talk cause I'm dying. It oh, was the were worst you sneezing? Period. No, I was I was like legitimately sick. I was coughing. I my throat hurt. Is this when was this? This was like a long time,
2: dude. Don't miss that flight. I get there's gonna be something that happens tomorrow. I won't
3: miss the flight.
2: Okay, you won't miss the flight. All right, please support our partners: Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Aura O R A dot Organic, and Eric Lanier higherimpactfinancial.com. com. Please subscribe if you're here live or on replay. We have year round. Padres content we are here for you year round as Padres news breaks we will be here for you subscribe smash the like button follow us on twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD and we'll be with you as free agency gets underway for Jim for Philly Jim no I'm John. more like Jersey Jim Jersey Jersey Jim Jim. enjoy the cheesesteak bye-bye I will bye